you can set goals and you can set things you want to do in your conscious level, but the self-image you hold in your emotional mind will always pull you back to that what you really, really believe about yourself. So you can say you're going to do a lot of things, but in deep inside of you, you don't feel worthy of them. They never going to happen. Hey everyone, welcome back to True Thought Talk. This is Jose. And this is Joanna. And today, we're going to get straight to the point. But before we do, I want to ask my beautiful wife, what is your attitude today? How are you doing? I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful to be able to wake up today, open my eyes, and see this new present which is, which is my day, my present, to have the opportunity to enjoy this day. So I'm very, very grateful. Great, great. So today we're... What about you, my love? About me? <laughs> today, my attitude, I woke up feeling a lot better. This past weekend was a little bit tough for me in the sense of I had a lot of things going on and my faith was very, very well tested. And... That is the power of the repetition that what we've been talking about, the power of this information that allows me to observe my feelings, observe my thinking, and ask myself if that's what I want. And um, I was able to overcome that. Um, so I feel really, really positive about that. And I'm really looking forward to today's episode. Okay, so I know you want to share something um from the book, The Science of Getting Rich, but I just got this thought that I want to share and it's probably something we should talk about because um, it's something that we all experience at any point of our lives and it's resistance. I noticed, I don't know if you remember, I told you this morning in our studying, uh, so we, we are going now through the self-image uh, lesson and it's something that I noticed yesterday that even yesterday I got like thoughts of like am I being affected in in with what I'm studying and I asked myself like why am I feeling this if I know and I believe on it um and I noticed that since your self-image makes such an impact in everything you do and in all, every resource you get, it's a very, very important part in your emotional mind that has to be fixed in order to attract those things that you want. And I noticed that I have a lot of resistance in working in that aspect of my life and that those things that are creating resistance in you are the things that you probably need to work more on and the importance of being aware of what are the things you're avoiding because those are the things that are stopping you from keep moving forward the importance of having some mom, some minutes in your day and analyze, okay, why am I 
getting so much resistant on dealing with this situation? Why am I getting so many, so much resistance about talking to this person or resolving this problem or, or, you know, like all those things. Yeah. I mean, I think resistance is a completely real thing, even though we can't see it. It's almost like wind, right? You can't feel it when it's calm, but when it gets ferocious, like during a hurricane, it knocks down houses and knocks down trees. Resistance is there. Um, and I have a feeling, this is my own personal perception about what resistance is. We all have a self-image, right? An image of ourselves. Not the image that we portray to the world, but an image that we believe and hold about our personal selves, our personal worth, our personal um, limitations and, and things that we're good at. And resistance tends to come around when we got to do something that falls outside of that. Now, a lot of times we think that when we do something over and over and over that we automatically change. But just like you plant a seed into the ground, you have to, with repetition, water it every day or every other day, whatever the seed requires. But it doesn't grow just like that. Even after nine months, um, like that's how long we've been studying this material and we've been impressing it into our own, our own mind. Even after that long, there's still resistance because the self-image is not completely changed. And it's necessary for us to feel that resistance because we know that we're moving in the right direction. Sandy, Sandy Gallagher said this morning in our study, she said, self-image is what set the boundaries of every individual achievement. So what that means for you? For me, so the self-image, what is the self-image? It's our perception of ourselves. That is like the most basic thing or basic way I can describe that. And it sets the boundaries of individual achievement because you will never be able to outperform your own self-image. Let me give you an example. If I told myself that um, I wanted to lose 30 pounds and let's say I was 30 pounds overweight and I needed to lose 30 pounds the reason why I'm 30 pounds in the first place is because that's what my self-image I see myself as a person who's 30 pounds overweight and I'm okay with it but then there comes a point where I say you know what I don't know if this is what I want so then I go out and I try to do what most people do and I go start exercising and dieting but have you noticed that when we tend to do that we always fall back I like to refer to that as yo-yo weight where you lose 10 pounds and you gain it right back. And so this happens because the self-image stays the same even though you try to change the outside actions. You try to change your outside actions without changing the inside reality, your self-image, your paradigm, your programs, your beliefs, all of that is all in one. And so your boundaries is like, let's say you lost 10 pounds and and you're like, oh my goodness, I lost 10 pounds and you feel excited. And then what happens? Oh, you know what? I did great this week. So I'm going to just kind of take it a little bit easy. That is your self-image talking because you've done something way out there than you've done before. You just hit the boundary. You just hit the limit. Guess what's going to happen? The next week that comes back, you might gain five pounds and you might wonder what the heck just happened. And that's what that means is you set the boundaries. You just hit the wall of your maximum and it pulls you right back to 
what your normal is. And if you don't change that self-image when you're starting a new journey, you will always be going forward and back, forward and back, because you can't outperform your self-image. If you see yourself as 30 pounds overweight, even if you lose 20 pounds, you're going to gain 20 back. And that's the way it works. What do you think about it? I think it's true. And I think um, I want to recommend to our listeners to get in touch with this powerful, powerful book that talk about what we're talking today, self-image, and is Psycho-Cybernetics. Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. It's one of the most powerful books on self-image. And if you think you have something you need to be fixed in your self-image because you're not getting the results you want in your life, I really encourage you to get your hands on that book because it has powerful information that will be very, very helpful for you. And yeah, so if a person wants to change their self-image, what do you think will be the first step for that? I think they first have to understand that they have a self-image, number one. Well, actually, we have two self-images. Well, we have... Three. Technically, we have two self-images. I say we have three. So the first one, the first image is the image that you portray to the world. The way you dress, the way you comb your hair, the way you have your facial hair or no facial hair of a woman, the way she dresses, all that stuff. And that's what people see. However, we have a self-image. The world also sees, but us, we don't really see it because it's so normal to us. And the way you see your self-image is based on your results in life. If you are a person who is overweight, you have a self-image of being overweight and the world sees that. Now, they may not put one and one together and say, oh, his self-image is overweight because not many people know they have a self-image. And that's powerful. But in essence, I believe that we have a third self-image, which is we were... Your I, real self-image. Your real, your real image, which is we were born... Um, we were created in the image of our creator, of God, right? And so God is perfection, and we we have that same power. We are created in the image of God, so that is our perfection within us. The problem is we have another self-image on top of that, which we call the self-image too, right? But that's based on our interpretations of past experiences. So if you had, if you were raised... Um, if you were born and raised in a family where you were treated badly and no love, you're going to you're going to grow up with a poor self image and you will not let that perfection within you, that image of God express through you because of all your limitations, insecurities and doubts, self-doubt. And if you were raised um, by your family with love and care and confidence. and confidence, you will be you will grow up to live that same way and you will be a lot closer to that perfection now we are never going to be perfect like god but we can come very 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 close by getting ourselves to improve and develop our self-image so i think that's important to know that we do have three self-images and the best part about it is that we can change it and we should change it we should constantly be aware and 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 change our self-image, develop it. We can write the script of our own movie. But I want to make a stop there when you say we're never going to be perfect as God. But 
God is within us and we are part of God. So there is perfection inside of, of us course. locked there by these viruses, which are the program that society or family or whatever put in yourself. The, the perception that that the outside world have on you and that you took that as a fact. Sometimes people tell the students, we never question this. We never, we just accept it and, and, and it becomes part of us. And Absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing, though. And the reason why we, we of this episode is when it comes to resistance, why does resistance happen? And resistance has to do with your self-image, the one that you currently hold. Because it's you, a cybernetic system. It's a cybernetic system. When you try to go away from your self-image and do things outside of your self-image without changing your self-image, resistance occurs. And it's a feeling, it's a heavy feeling of, I don't really feel like doing it. I know I should be doing it, but I don't really feel like doing it. And, and, and you can relate this like your AC system. You know, when you have your AC on and set in a certain uh, temperature, let's say you have your AC at 74, and you open the door and the air starts coming out that way, the cybernetic system of that AC is going to turn on to go back and, and balance that Temperature. temperature. So same thing happened with your self-image. You can set goals and you can set things you want to do in your conscious level, but the self-image you hold in your emotional mind will always pull you back to that what you really, really believe about yourself. So you can say you're going to do a lot of things, but in deep inside of you, you don't feel worthy of them. They never going to happen. That's the same thing as saying, if I want to lose weight, I'm going to go out and exercise. Is the same thing as saying it's 80 degrees inside this house and I'm going to open the door without changing the temperature on the thermostat. Well, what's going to happen? The house is going to get colder. However, the AC is still going to be on. And if it feels like the room is colder, it's going to turn on automatically and pull the temperature back up. And if we never close the door, guess what happens? The temperature and the AC, I mean, the AC never turns off. It'll keep fighting it. It'll keep pulling it and keep pulling it and keep pulling it and keep pulling it. So that's why it's important that we treat... Our self-image as a thermostat. Don't just try to go out there and change your life with action. Go inside, change how you see yourself, a.k.a. change the temperature of your thermostat, a.k.a. change the temperature of your self-image, and then use that to go out there and do the actions. Once that happens, now you're working in harmony with your mind and your body but when you're working out of harmony when you're doing all these actions to lose weight but you haven't changed who you are on the inside you're always going to have that resistance and that fight over and over and over again and there's nothing you can do about it because it's part of your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is what's in control of you not your conscious mind and 
something that a lot of people don't know is that whatever is in your emotional mind, your subconscious mind, it cannot be just removed from there. It has to be replaced. The part of your mind that causes your results is something that you you can't just go there and take it out and replace it just by one action. The only way to impress your emotional mind is through impact and through repetition. Emotional impact. So, yes, emotional impact very, that very most of the times is negative. So if you want to impress the, the image that your goal requires, you need to do it through repetition. You need to impress and impress that, that new self-image of yourself. Exactly. So, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the True Thought Talk, episode number three. We're super excited to be sharing this information with you again. Why is that self-image of yourself? Self-image is yourself. Exactly. So um, if you guys have any questions for us, we are True Thought Talk. You can uh, send us an email at thinktruth.roa at gmail.com. And feel free to send us a message about anything. If you have any questions about today's podcast, again, we are closely working with Bob Proctor and his Thinking Into Results program. And we are consultants for him and we do do coaching. So if you want more information or if you want to work with us, don't hesitate to give us a message. We'll be more than happy to work with you. And if you have, um, you know, any subject you guys want us to talk about, uh, feel free to write that too. Uh, We would love to discuss any questions or Awesome. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us today. I'm Jose with Truth Thought Talk and my lovely co-host, Joanna. And we will see you on the next one. Take care.